As things change, other things stay the same, like Ohio Lottery scratch-offs, from small tickets to big tickets, from bright colors to flashy themes. There's something for everyone. Big wins make big stories, but it's the millions of small wins every day that make life-changing memories. And your biggest win will come by following the state-recommended safety protocols during this special holiday season. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Three... Two, one. It's silly. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, welcome everybody to another episode of Reasonable Wrestling. It is I, the most high, and we are, again, via satellite due to this fucking coronavirus with my man CT, a.k.a. Chitty Bay. What's going on, CT? How you feeling over there? Once again, once again, via satellite, yes, indeed, we are the underground, uncut, unfiltered, unedited, underground of fresh wrestling podcasting. I am your boy, Chitty Bang, and I'm with... The heel with the baby face pop, Chris, the most high. Uh, I'm doing all right. I'm doing okay, you know. This coronavirus has got everybody shook, and I think that um, everybody, I hope you're just staying inside because uh, this ain't looking good. It's just fucking everything up. It's stupid, nigga. It's stupid. Okay, before we get into the pod, I know everybody, thank you all for listening to us, man. As y'all know where to follow us at, man. We're on on Twitter, if y'all fuck with us, uh, RW uh, Podcast One. We're on on Instagram, Reason Breast and Podcast. Everywhere everywhere your medias of socialness, as CT would say. But in real life, man, bruh, this is fucking up real life. The crazy part about this is, CT, is that every turn, right, because what what is this? This is a, this is a virus, right? According to them, viruses don't have vaccinations. Is that correct from what I'm understanding? No, viruses do. They do. But they did not have the, the vaccination for this virus. Okay. And, and this is related to what they had SARS back in 2003. Uh-huh. This is the same trend as that virus, but um, they stopped funding STARS research because it started to be less cases of it. Once the virus gets to a point where there's less new cases, people are like, all right, they they start to fund other other things because there's less new cases. It's not a pandemic, not on the way to being a pandemic. But this is now in a global pandemic and people are being, um, are passing away from it. So everybody just stay safe. Wash your hands, you know, stay inside if you can. Go back to what you just said. I'm sorry to cut you out, but what this is, bruh, the amount of PSA of people just saying, hey, you know what? 
you may not have been doing this before, but wash your hands. But to you nasty motherfuckers who haven't been washing your hands <laughs> in the beginning, bruh. Bruh. And this, yeah. ain't, this ain't the all... Bruh. Oh, my goodness. To stop a spread of this virus, all you have to do in CT, no lie, and this is real life, no lie, bro. Even during this epi- this pandemic, do you not know how many times I went into a public restroom, locked eyes with a motherfucker, and he did not wash his fucking hands? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, bro! I oh nigga, it's a it's this it's crazy. We it's got crazy. we got we got to wash our hands. Now, wash your hands. Uh, you know, just put Lysol on everything you use. But if you're going out, just stay safe. You know, some people are not taking it that serious. You know, spring break, people are down down in Miami. They 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 are down here. You know, in the, they don't give a fuck. So I just hope that everybody that was not as bad as it could be. You know, and, and we don't have any answers at this point. But yes. Wash your hands, man. It's sad that people didn't wash their hands prior to. But but okay, so back to what? Okay, so since we went from the impact that it is on life, let's go back to the impact that it has on business, uh, our business that we love to cover, watch all that is wrestling. Uh, this is the second week or second week of shows, right? Of of no crowd. This was the first uh, of AEW's capacity, I believe. Right? This was AEW's first show. Without a crowd, um, because of the the shutdown of um, gatherings of over 150 people, or, or yeah. whatever the case is, so this was our kind of like a, a, a full our first full week of this impact in the business. Now, I just want to be clear or honest about something. So, WWE and AEW and these wrestling companies, I'm sure, are testing people to wrestle, right? But if they're saying social distance. How the fuck can I social distance in the collar elbow tie-up? <laughs> That's the thing, man. I, I hope they're testing the the, the actual uh, superstars uh, before they go out there and perform, or they get uh, they they probably can't right now. I'm hearing there's not enough tests. You know, there's certain people that have them, some places have them, some places don't. Um, but they they're they're coming from the standpoint of I know they, I know AEW at least they said if you don't feel safe, stay home. You're not obligated. So anybody who said they wanted to go out there and have the show continue, they had an option. WWE, I'm not sure how their policy worked. Um, but this is WrestleMania season, so it probably is gets your ass to work. Because we got to, the show goes on. You know, so and that's I, an, oh my god, that's another issue I have a problem with. I'm sorry to cut you off, but that I'm we're gonna, we were going to start off hot with this. It's WrestleMania season. But you create yeah. your own fucking season, nigga. <laughs> you know, but they, what they can't do, though, is create their own fiscal season, you know? So that's why they're doing this. WrestleMania is still going on two nights now at the PC, I, I believe. That's what it's going to be. And I know you say they can postpone it and create their own season, but they can't create their own fiscal season. And, and when it comes to business, that's what WWE is. They're a machine. And they go even in a pandemic. So my thing is, is it what's the difference between you getting money in this second quarter and then you getting money at the end of the second quarter, beginning of the third? I don't. It's not my thing. I think they should set everything down. If the NBA did it, NHL, you know, all I think that. Just for the safety of the of, 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 of you know, because we can't have. I mean, people who are here in, I guess, Orlando can perform. And they'll have a show every single week. At, they have to do three shows, all from the PC. SmackDown, NXT, Raw. Nigga, like, Edge traveled to do Raw at the PC. So 17 hours. That's so that makes no, that makes no, no sense. We're saying Brock might not be at WrestleMania. I don't know if that's a rumor. In the room, I just uh, came across, um, it came across my uh, feed. I'm like, what's going on? So I... Yeah, and you know, you have people that are going to say, hey, I don't care, I'll show up, because I'll be there for the show. You know, I, that's what WWE is. Okay, you know, so CT, take that, take, that, take that logic. Take that logic, please. Please take that logic. WWE, for the first time, was going to do a first, uh, uh, for, since WrestleMania 3, uh, two nights, right? I think this is the first time they're doing two nights in a long time. Yeah. Back, two nights of WrestleMania. 
why wouldn't why wouldn't you if people are traveling to the show to work in front of no crowd why don't you hold this special event to where you can cash out for the people who bought tickets honor those who fucking cop the wrestlemania tickets if people got insurance on flights then fucking come i mean clearly if you took off from work for wrestlemania you still got off work nigga it's the pandemic so like i mean like so Work around your fans, and if you're going to tell Edge to travel 17 hours to cut a promo in front of fucking nobody, at least have people travel 17 hours to pay you money at the gate. So you think they should still have crowds? I think, no, I think they should, I think that they should, if, what I'm saying is, is that if they're not going to have crowds, postpone WrestleMania to a later date. Still honor those people who want to come to WrestleMania and capulate, capsulate your fucking WrestleMania with the people who make WrestleMania, which is the fans. You don't like you, you the fans make WrestleMania. And there's yeah. not a there's not a there's no amount of money that Fox in 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 USA or wherever that's gonna pay them to run WrestleMania on those two days that's gonna recover from the money that they will make from the gate. You gotta remember them niggas make gate money for NXT. They make gate money for the Hall of Fame. They make gate money for WrestleMania. They make gate money for the Raw and the SmackDown and the following NXT. You can't miss six gates to say two days watch TV. When I've been fucking watching TV this whole time, you're not gonna. I'm. I'm not, bruh. I'm not gonna sit. I have, you have more of a chance to get me to come to Tampa for two days for two different events than you have for me to sit down and watch a six-hour marathon back-to-back days like it's the fucking OJ documentary. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. I got you. I know where you're coming from. I know where you're coming from. The shows have been different, man. They've just been different, man. So business-wise... I think that we're, we might get to the point where they shut things down or postpone it, but I think they're trying to do it after WrestleMania, you know, because of all the money they've already put into it, you know, so it, it's... But what and, money and, did they put and, into and, it besides advertisement? Unless they, unless they did postpone it. If they postpone it, the card will be completely different. We, we know that, right? No, if like, they post, no, if they postpone it, if they postpone it, CT, peep, peep this out. If they postpone it, and actually took their time out to develop fucking storylines, you know, so the matches can actually fucking make sense and matter, you know, at a WrestleMania, instead of just having WrestleMania be a fucking bump card for your next extreme fast lane elimination chamber pay-per-view that's fucking after it, or uh, for, for WrestleMania to be a fucking bump to the next Saudi show, like, you know what I mean, like, WrestleMania isn't what WrestleMania used to be, because WrestleMania is a fucking segue, yeah, you know, you hit on something really interesting. And that goes back to what I was saying with the, with the creative versus business. WrestleMania now has become uh, the the corporate uh, like you know entity that it was meant to be. It makes a lot of money. So it's, it's the card where we put all our stars, we bring all celebrities back that we can, and we just try to make our money there. WrestleMania, everybody tuning on this. Back in the day, WrestleMania was special because it built storylines through wrestling. But now past, we got, we've passed the point where that's the main objective, to tell storylines and have it culminate at WrestleMania. We're past yeah. that. The pageantry is crazy. The pageantry is what it's all about. you know. And, and what's going to be funny is how they do this with no crowd. How are they going to do WrestleMania? Well, no, it's going to be crazy to see Brock Lesnar if he has a match with, with Drew in an empty arena, like I'm, like I'm gonna be honest, this is just like we had to um, talk last week, uncharted territory right now. So wrestling is in a weird place, business wise. It's gonna take a hit. Even the Indies, they're gonna take a hit. You know, uh, so people don't, people don't have jobs. This was people's livelihood. People who produce, take photos, you know, all that stuff. People who set up the ring. Everybody's gonna be hurting, but we gotta hope, uh, hopefully get through this time together. Um, and I want to hopefully see, you know, more unity when everything returns back to normal because wrestling does unite us, you know, so 
that's what I want to take as the, the biggest message with the, what's going down. And uh, hopefully, WrestleMania is good. And uh, I think after, I think AEW might be postponing Blood and Guts, so they might be done. They might be shutting down until this thing uh, goes goes away. Which will so, make sense because Blood and Guts is a feud or is a pay per view that deserves fans cooperation. It deserves fans adulation. It deserves exactly. a fans presence, my nigga. Like they're doing something right. They also did something right this week with I don't want to bypass it of what they did with their show production wise. It looked it felt normal than the rest of the shit. The other shit that we've been watching is just like practice shit that's been happening at FCW for the longest. Yeah, yo, that actually really is. <laughs> it is, y'all. Even looking at it that way, that's crazy. But it is. It, it, it's it's um, it's funny to see how people have been responding to wrestling in this time uh, between all the all the shows. Like it's just it's it's awkward with Raw and SmackDown. It just it just is. I think NXT hit hit on something this week, and AEW, like you said, it did. They did have a really good. Show just felt normal, you know. It did, you know. So uh, you're right. This is gonna be a funky time, but let's just go into AEW, huh? because since you were, you were talking about it, yo, Luke Harper came back. You know that was huge. Brody you know? Lee, bro, don't disrespect my man's dog. Brody Lee is like the best thing of um i want to pay you back off of what you said aw does seem like it's going to be a place where creatives will be able to go ahead and paint you know what i mean like our, our wrestler, wrestlers are artists you know what i mean like wrestlers yeah. are artists and they're sensitive about their shit you know what i mean so yeah. aew will be able to give them a chance to express themselves uh freely i would i would i would suppose um the best thing about wrestling period uh, uh, the best thing about wrestling period is Brody Lee. Uh, Brody Lee coming back, um, seeing that promo, how it's produced. Um, you know, you you said it that you had an inkling and you caught it. You've been saying that you would like to see it. It actually happened, but that goes back to the business side of stuff. That needed the crowd. That yeah. would have been better with the crowd, absolutely. The reveal. It would have been extremely. There would have been a huge pop. It would have been massive. Oh, you know, it would have been massive, and that's it sucks. But I think that 
that should have waited till till the, the blood and guts uh, yep. paper. Exactly. Or, yes. You know, uh, or you know, yes. blood and guts. If 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 evil um, Uno, if evil Uno can keep putting off, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, and Christopher Daniels at blood and guts is like enough, enough. No yeah, one's fucking coming. They already had that already. They could have just kept the reveal. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, but but I think I think I think it was produced well, it was shot well, it was written well. I'm super excited to see Brody. Uh Brody's from upstate New York. He's from Rochester, so five eight five seven one six. I'ma hold it down. He holding it down. Mm-hmm. It looks good, man. Uh, one of the things, and, 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 no, and, look at you, know, look at you making AEW your high spot. This is a crazy time, man. It really is fucking. The world's really coming to it. <laughs> like, well, the, the thing about it, man, I always, I just wanted something. I needed, I needed, I always wanted something from them. I wanted something. Yeah. I wanted something to kind of feel like their own. And I, I wasn't privy to Brody before um, Luke Harper. I, I I I learned of Brody through my reconnaissance of who Luke Harper was. Um, him never having the ability to be uh, Bray Wyatt per se got me locked in. I've seen John Moxley do this. I've seen Chris Jericho do this. Um, I've seen the Broken Universe. I've seen the Young Bugs. Um, I haven't seen this Death Triangle thing, but they're low on the totem pole. I haven't seen Private Party, but again, they they were low on the totem pole right now. Um, so AEW didn't have anything to just get me. They, they haven't had anything to just get me. This got me. You know what I mean? So I, I, I will, I will, I will give them credit. That's fair. That's what's up, man. I mean, AEW, um, that's a good send-off, honestly. So, uh, if you go away for a little bit, I will, I'm looking forward to that Blood and Gus match. I hope it's, I hope it's epic. No. Uh, moving forward, uh, you want to talk about Raw uh, SmackDown real quick? Um, well, I wanted to a uh, quick little breaking news on the business and logic aspect of the show. Um, was was just going through Twitter and seeing um, Braun Strowman uh, make a make a kind of ignorant statement about people going through these tough times. Uh, how you know he doesn't ask for funds, and if you need more money, get a better job, which I think is just socially irresponsible, especially for someone who uh, clearly just made the amount of money that he's making this year. You know what I mean? So you know he's yeah. been he's been yeah. during these hard times, as Dusty Rhodes would say. But I seen that he, he, sounds, he sounds tone deaf. He sounds privileged and tone deaf. He's, uh, he's, even though he may have worked to get where he's at, he's at where he's at right now. So can you chill for people who are not there? But you know? but sure. this goes back to and this goes back to you know uh, again why I say people shouldn't talk if they don't have much to talk about. Braun Strowman made a, a point on Twitter that he doesn't ask anybody for help and he's not doing GoFundMe's or whatever the case may be. But he also put on Twitter that he's not getting paid, which sparked a lot of people to be like, what? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, WWE's about to run WrestleMania so they can get money. You telling me they ain't get money to pay you, nigga? Get the fuck out of here, right? So, um, coming up, and I uh, shout out, um, I'm not going to shout him out because I've been killing that nigga for a long time. David Bix, um, yeah, uh, on Twitter, was pretty much just setting him in his place. You know what I mean? Pretty much was like, uh, do you not know that you can take your downside, divide it into pay periods, and use that as a salary? Um, and, you know, pretty much was breaking down his numbers. Uh, Dave Meltzer also came back and, and said, like, dude, you're making $1.2 million guaranteed, my nigga. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you're, yeah. you're well. You know what I mean? Like, somebody also broke it down. It was like, he's getting paid $23,000 per week, regardless uh, 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 if he's on TV or not. So, my thing is, is, it's hurting the. It's oh, hurting. Who knows his contract? Like, do people really know his contract? That's what I want to know. My my thing how is, do I, how do I know they know Braun's contract? And my thing is that that's that's cool. We can we can compartmentalize that. But my thing is this, CT. Um, WWE contracts are lucrative. Absolutely. I mean, I, that's I mean for the broad point. Absolutely, I hear you. 
But when people start talking numbers about other people's pockets, I, I, that's where I draw the line. I'm like, you know, chill. You know, well, when, aren't when, the, I, when aren't it comes these... to Braun's statement, as it comes to Braun's statement, yeah, Braun is, is, is tone deaf. Braun is just, uh, he just sounds really tone deaf at the moment. Regardless of that, though, my thing is the my point is the business part of it and the logic part of it is like, yeah, counting pockets, I'm not really, you know, too keen about. But I think some of this stuff is public knowledge. Um, I haven't done my due diligence or reconnaissance, but let's just say I don't know. Let's just say it, I don't know if it's $1.2 million a year, but my thing is, is that my my com my 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 sole point of this is that I think Braun is not only tone deaf, but don't also understand the leverage that he has. If there's any, oh, if he does, that's what I'm saying. Like if he does, and maybe maybe hey, if this stuff is concrete, then maybe I can have an opinion on it. But when it gets down to the to the crux of it, I don't. I, I don't like saying, hey, hey, this is you can spend your money like this. I'm never the person who's going to say, hey, Braun, even that, even if that was his contract, basically, even if that was his contract, Braun can spend his money the way he wants. I'm not going to have, I'm not going to be the authority to tell Braun. I'm not hey, saying he can't spend the money the way he's want, but I'm saying he's lying is the point. That's the conversation. The conversation I want to have is that are you really hurting my nigga or are you perceiving that you're hurting? Because I know real wrestlers that aren't getting paid because they don't have guarantees. Like, that's yeah. the point I'm trying to have. Like, I know niggas that work for companies that don't pay out very well, and how are they going to survive? No, I feel you. And absolutely. Braun is tone deaf, like, as I said. He's completely toned down. Um, and, and him being, yeah, you're right, and him being a social figure, it was a bad move. He, he's not looking good at all. <laughs> Honestly. Now, 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 this is one of two things. Because business for him doesn't look good if he's proved wrong. Business for WWE is also hurting if they're not paying fucking employees if they don't pay, if they don't show up. Which is my thing is like, how are you going to not pay me for not showing up and then expect fans to pay you still for not showing up? What fucking business model is this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 that wasn't for Tommy. I mean, what, 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 that, like, the, I don't know. Dude, like, I don't know. I don't know what business model that is. Um, I just know that. I don't. It's above my pay grade. I can't think. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, like, so so this is this, this is this is the thing. Okay, so peep this. This is the thing, CT. We can't go to the first ever two night WrestleMania event. They expect us to do what? Watch it on TV with no fans. How are the boys going to get their payouts for WrestleMania payouts? If without there's no the, if there's the, no gate. Think boys should get paid for their per date specials if they were supposed to be on the date and can't fucking travel. That's my thing. If W, my point, my my again, my 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 macro is if if WWE isn't paying the boys because as Braun was saying, he gets paid when he works. Well, he can't travel to work. So if WWE is withholding pay because you can't travel to work, even though they scheduled you to be at work, who fought is that? That's the business. And if the business plans to make money still, then the business should put on big boy pants and pay out the payouts. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, if it's in the contract, that's all That's all, that's all it comes down to. True. If WWE can get away with not paying you and it's in the contract, then they can get away with not paying you, unfortunately. 
You know, so I don't know how how, how the, the contracts work. I honestly don't. That's why I can't say too much about the contracts. I just don't know how they work. And if that's what they're saying, then I hear you. But my whole thing is the ethics of the, of the whole matter and arguing, hey, this is what you should have done and talking down to people that Braun is doing right now, which is like snubbing your nose at people. And I don't like the people that who are talking and checking Braun's pockets. So I think on both ends, the conversation is kind of a moot point because it's, 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 it's dire times right now. We, we, we honestly, as wrestling fans, shouldn't be judging each other or wrestlers judging people. So that's, where, that's the grand scope of it right now. I think that from the standpoint of now when you say judging on, um, now when you say judging how, how how do you say that because we we got some points that need to be made about how niggas are represented how niggas are uh paid how niggas are compensated how niggas are insured uh if niggas say something dumb we judge them like so when you say we don't judge i think no i'm not saying we don't judge i'm saying when it comes to this i personally cannot judge the matters because I don't have enough information on the contract stuff, personally. When so, it comes to that. Quick I, question. I do you have do you do you have the macro of the context of having the conversation that everybody's going through right now on Twitter about Braun. Honestly, I don't really I don't really think he has the right to talk that way to, to the general public. But at the same time I think the general public has to say, hey man, this is what you get. If he's lying flat out, if he's a flat out lie then yes, that's that's wrong. You know, you shouldn't be lying by your contract and vilifying other people. That's wrong. But at the end of the day, I don't know Braun Strowman's contract, and if the WWE's uh, paying for these wrestling for these not paying him for going to going to the show, then that's, if that's in the contract. That's in the contract. Unfortunately, now that's the business. Yes, but that is the business sometimes. You know, it's it's especially during this time during the pandemic. I have no idea. Everybody's in a stressful time right now, but the whole conversation I think is is kind of. Do do you have conversations about Jets contracts when they sign a player? Of course, but I don't go into the numbers. Okay, 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 okay. That that was kind. Of, that was the uh, the the point I was going to get to because. I know niggas talk about numbers all the time. I oh, yeah. I get into the minutiae of that contract. I I I like that stuff. I like salary cap hits. I like what they're making per year. I like incentives. Like I like shit like that. Yeah, you know me. I'm not another guy. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, that that was something that sparked my my interest, and I wanted to bring forth to you, like, because I thought, like I said, it, it's it was interesting to see. That for one, the dialogue, and the two, um, the 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 spectrum of you know, like you said, people who do know, um, you know, who think they know a lot, or people who actually do know a lot, um, versus you know, uh, those who are actually. Donatos just didn't add bacon to their pizzas; they added bacon to their bacon, Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon, or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get two dollars off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code two Donatos. Every piece is important. Donatos just didn't add bacon to their pizzas; they added bacon to their bacon, Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon, or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get two dollars off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code two Donatos. Every piece is important. The in it, you know what I mean, and those who are actually in it may not also know a lot, which is which is a highlight of that. You know what I mean, like yeah, so. Everybody <laughs> has their own perspective. Yeah. And everybody has their own levels of enlightenment. When exactly. It comes to exactly. So, in the business of wrestling is such a complex thing. I I I, I can't take a firm stance on this matter in, in in a way of you know this. Everybody, because right now everything's crazy. Everything is so crazy that I can't take a firm stance because from. Ron's perspective, he could be like, I'm blocking these niggas because they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I have no idea what his real contract is. I don't. And if, and if, he, if it's public knowledge, then, yeah, Ron, he's probably blocking people because he's mad. So at the end of the day, he was wrong in some of the way, the way he approached that conversation. Don't be shaming your, wait, wagging your finger out with people in general. That's where I, that's where I stand. So moving forward on with the, uh, the conversation of uh, what makes sense, Raw uh, did not make sense. Three hours, no crowd. Stone Cold comes out at 1045. 
Ax is, is a nigga that says, Ax is a, a, a empty arena. Can he get a hell yeah? And production pans, <laughs> pans over to a fucking empty crowd. It was one of the funniest fucking things of the week. Funny as hell. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it's something that, like, was, like, it's like, I would, it's like something that would happen in a dream. It's not, like, this whole thing was like, we're still like we're in a dream, man. We're all with no crowd. Austin's out there saying, can, can I get a hell yeah? There's nobody there. Like, it's just, it was priceless. Honestly, but it was, so outside of that, did you have anything? Because I didn't watch Raw. I told you last week that I wasn't going to watch it, and I did not. So tell me what you got on Raw. Um, yeah, I don't like Becky's promo uh, with Stana. Honestly, it's been a lot of talking, and I and honestly, in the, in the time that it is right now, if, imagine if Shayna bit her now. You know, that would have been way better, you know? Uh, but... It's with, with the way things are going right now. It's hard to get people together for the show. I understand travel issues and all that stuff. Um, so it's, it's taking a hit on both shows, man. From SmackDown was the same way. It's just a little dry. Um, it's like overcooked chicken. You know, when it's like real dry. Oh my gosh, yeah. overcooked chicken is damn near like you shouldn't even have chicken. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's what it, it, it feels like eating it or watching it. I should say uh, it's like. Satisfying to a degree, you know, because it's chicken, but it's like not hitting at all. So when it comes to Raw, Becky Lynch's promo stood out, stuck out to me. She made a point that Shayna was dominant in NXT, but if she beats Shayna, it destroys her mystique pretty much because she was a big like kind of like saying that you know you all this time you're dominant in NXT, but you saw me up here, you know, become the man, and when I beat you, WrestleMania your whole existence is done, which is true. Because if Shayna does, loses to, to Becky, they can heat her back up again, but it will never be the same, you know, if she beats Becky. So I think that um, it made me a little bit intrigued to, to see the match. I think it would work for people who watched it, you know, and, and who, you know, care about the promo aspect of it and everything. Well, but uh, that's all it stood out for me. Uh, it's, it's really tough. These shows are really tough to watch. Uh, SmackDown 2. Smackdown, um, you know, him, Roman Reigns and Goldberg had a signing, uh, stare down. It was, you know. You're next. Yeah, it was, anything stuck out to you? Because it was. Nope, raw, 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 nothing, raw, nothing besides Saxton getting kicked in the dick. That hurt. That, that. <laughs> That was real, like, that wasn't a shoot. Like, he real life got kicked in the dick. Like, Stone, <laughs> Austin just misguided the fucking kick, nigga, and kicked him square in the dick. So, outside of that, in the Street Profits, getting a fucking rub, um, that that was it for Raw for me, honestly, dog. Um, yeah, Street Profits got a rub. Yeah, man, they've been uh, backstage with Ric Flair. They've been in the ring with quite a few of people, man. Street Profits have a bright, bright, bright future, man. Um, outside of that, man, SmackDown was great, um, for me, um, I'm not gonna say, it was as good as it can be, I'm not gonna lie, it was as good as it can, before you talk about SmackDown, speaking of P-Fop, it's like, going into WrestleMania, what, they they ain't writing for these guys, they're giving them the rug, but they ain't, they they ain't writing for the tag team champions, I know it's crazy right now, but I wanna see them in some, um, storyline, you know? Well, my well, I, I want to see them in the storyline, and that's why it goes back to what I said about if you took some time out and just postponed Mania, you can be able to kind of make a few work because the tag team division right now, yes, Taker um, took out the, the, the good boys or the good brothers, but you got the good brothers, you got AOP, you got Viking Raiders, you got Street Profits. All four of those teams have been in some type of intertwining uh, to where that can be a multi-man match if the story somehow connected. Um, yeah. Now, now I mean, I, they don't need a story. They just need to have the announcement and have you know have one thing connect them. You know, and, and I think one promo could set it right. So hopefully, if they can do it, we get one promo with these four tag teams and they set something up quick because. Having the pre-production from us come out there and put Thunder with Stone Cold, it's cool and all. 
And uh, shout out to Montez for the, for those shows. <laughs> they were funny. Super um, rock, super rocky. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I but I want to see more of them as far as all right, rounding out this tag division. I think that they've had some great matches. Honestly, I, I think that that them and AOP is where you go. Like you were saying before we got on the phone today, if them and AOP, I think would be a great post WrestleMania angle. Um, I, I think, I think Book and Black, like, so you want to go ahead and just, boom, tss, you want to Book and Black it? It's Book and Black it. All right, all right, cool. Book and Black, I know we've done it before a few times with Street Profits, um, but this time, honestly, um, I have something quick we talked about in the pre-show meeting. Uh, let's see if, if everybody kind of, or if, if anybody agrees with it and we can kind of maybe deep dive a little more into it if we want to. But for me, what would make Street Profits right now or to matter, like you said, find out how we can get all four teams in a ring, make that a match. I would somehow, if Street Profits has to lose at Mania, I would have AOP win that title. Because I need AOP and Street Profits to have a feud because those two teams would be able to make each other. Street Profits as a as a as a as a babyface fight from underneath, uh, willing to bring the smoke to anybody and don't ain't scared of shit. But AOP just being too scary, bad ass, legit motherfuckers that's gonna put them niggas out. So I think that if if they have a four man title run, a four man uh, I mean fourteen thing, if AOP wins, um, if Street Profits has to lose. AOP wins, so we can have at least a month bump, a month feud where we can have a couple raw segments, and then that that next pay per view blow off match, and then Street Profits can kind of go on about the way, but at least they would have been made like after they get the ass beat by AOP, they can stand up get the ovation, or AOP can put them niggas out. You know what I mean? And then they can kind of like repackage themselves, so when Street Profits come back, it's a huge pop. That would be something that I would want to see. I, you know, and I know I'm all over the place, but uh, I would love that. I honestly was watching AOP on NXT during that John Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa package that uh, they, they were putting up. Um, and I'll get more on that later. But they, they had some really great matches with DIY, and them and Street Profits, I believe, would have some incredible matches. And like you were saying, like with them being intimidating, they need to have those tag team titles to kind of round out that kind of um, trio they have with Seth that you want to keep going with this Messiah thing. So I am totally for uh, AOP getting that spot. Uh, we still haven't seen them linked up with, uh, with um, <clears throat> like, Raiders one-on-one, so we can see that. But meanwhile, with with uh, Tree Profits, if they do drop it, I personally would like to see them switched over to SmackDown if they do a draft or something down the line. I would like to see Street Poppers on SmackDown and link up with the Usos and link up with the, the New Day and have some incre- incredible matches with those guys. Uh, so hopefully... Uh, we so can you're pretty much shows. making SmackDown the fucking black show because I'm with it. <laughs> I bet, right? You know, I'm, I'm with it, nigga. We're going to have Naomi. We're going to have Sasha. We're going to have New Day. We're going to have Street yeah. Poppers. We're going to have Ember <laughs> Moon. we have New Day. Nigga, it's going to be Friday Night <laughs> Blackdown, nigga. Friday <laughs> Night Blackdown. <laughs> But yo, that would be a go. I mean, I mean, I mean, if they could obviously draft some tag teams over, put maybe the Miz and Morrison back on Raw, you know, obviously. But I want to see them link up with the Usos and have a feud, or link up with New Day and have a feud. I want to see what they could do together. Uh, I'm kind of um, seeing what they can do with the big dudes. I want to see what they can do with now some of these uh, uh, veteran tag teams like the Usos and, and New Day, who have been having these different types of matches. So uh, I'm, I'm curious to see when that happens. But yeah, um, I think Street Profits have a bright future, but this is just the beginning for them. Uh, do you, would you have them drop it at WrestleMania? I mean, if they have to. If they okay. have to. Like, you know what I mean? I know Vince, you know, he gives niggas runs and then he takes it away. So if they have to drop it at, at, at I mean, Mania. I, I would have them. Uh, see, uh, see, I would love to say I would have them win and have all you know the crowd holding the cups, you know, at the at WrestleMania moment. But since there's no crowd, we can't get that moment. 
So since since we're not getting that moment, um, then yeah, I can see AOP taking that match if they do a multi man match. And um, but um, that's only I would only book it that way with them going to, if they're going to SmackDown after uh, if they do something kind of mix up or shake up or whatever they call it this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but outside of that, man, I don't, yeah, I like that. I, I like that a lot as far as them, you know, having a few AOP, having them have good matches with AOP. Um, if they stay on Raw, um, I believe, like, how I book it, AOP will have the titles, and then AOP will finally have that badass, kick-ass match with War Raiders. War Raiders will have the titles, and then we can finally have War Raiders versus Street Profits with the respect on the line, the titles on the line. I think that would be a good story to kind of make three tag teams if you got if you got uh, if you got six months to do it. Because okay. I'm I'm thinking right now if everything goes a plan, Royal Rumble, you can have Street Profits and fucking Royal Raiders tear that shit the fuck down. And and that. War Raiders and Street Profits? If I'm booking it, if I got the book, I'm booking out right now from WrestleMania to Royal Rumble. I will have Street Profits lose the titles. I will have a I will have them lose the titles. I will have fucking a rivalry between AOP and War Raiders. And then I will have fucking Street Profits come back when War Raiders got the title. It was like, hey, we never did this thing. You know what I mean? We couldn't beat you on NXT. We want to prove that we can beat you. We were Raw Tag Team Champions before you. We, I mean, we, we were Raw, Raw Tag Team Champions. Y'all were Raw Tag Team Champions. When y'all was NXT Champions, we couldn't get them off you. We won our tag team champions back. We're going to get them off you. I will have that feud at Royal Rumble. Build it. Make it matter. Make it do something. I think that will fucking work. Okay. That could be interesting. Honestly, honestly. I think that would be very long. Because you need some other tag teams in between that. Well, I mean, that would give you time. I mean, that's the thing. Like, I, The reason why I'm doing the long is because... Out of sight, out of mind. If Street Profits lose it now and they go into a feud with someone light um, at, at SummerSlam, let's say, um, damn, what, what, let, 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 I don't, I don't know who, I don't know what is another tag team on Raw. I don't even know if there's any other tag teams on Raw. That's the thing. Tag team division in WWE is kind of, kind of low anyway. I think that Raw has a good tag team division. I really? think that SmackDown did have a good tag team division. But I do like War Raiders, AOP, Chief Profits, the Good Brothers. Those four have made a that's a strong tag team division to me. Yeah, but I mean, street sure but street profits and street profits and 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 good brothers, street profits and good brothers can't hold me down for, for from SummerSlam through Royal Rumble. Yeah, exactly. Unless they, and they've already done that. So that's why I'm saying like they're gonna have to either bring somebody to Raw mm. to, to, to excite to, to excite this thing with with Street Profits to take it to the next level because I would not I don't think that elevates them as, as a tag team them having that long run with War Raiders and AOP I think that we can we can get there but in a shorter time frame and they need to have some linking up with some of these New Days uh, the Usos who. Because those are the, the, the guard in, the, in WWE, in tag team division. When those guys have an angle together, they're going to be big, big news. And when New Day and, and, and um, She Profits link up and say, we're going to you know, be the top of this tag team division, it's going to be big. If, or if with the Usos and Tree Profits, it's going to be big. And people are going to be talking about it. So I think they do have their moment at WrestleMania. And either get drafted as a or moved, or they get somebody that com- competes with them as tag team champion. Because I think they have a charisma right now, so I'm not sure if I would have them drop it yet. If they're staying on Raw, and then you can get to the War Raiders match and build them as heels. Eventually, the War Raiders come out as complete heels by the time we get to Royal Rumble, uh, or maybe that maybe that you smack that. I mean, I'm um, SummerSlam. Okay, that 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 makes sense. Yeah. If they come, let's say like the Usos get drafted a Raw, right? And they have an angle with the Street Profits, which the Street Profits win, you know, and then they go to, to um, through the AOP, the AOP take it, and then they go to the whole War Raiders thing um, by then. I, I, you know, I'm just, just, just freestyle right now. But I think, yeah, the, the Raw has a good tactical vision, and Street Profits are holding it down right now. 
Well, with that being said, SmackDown was my SmackDown outside of Brody Lee. SmackDown had the best show to me. Um, where I had Drew Gulak, um, and fucking Daniel Bryan versus Shinsuke and Cesaro. Those four people can fucking wrestle anywhere. They have. They wrestled in the fucking uh, uh, empty arena, and it was fucking fire. So that was a great match put on for me. Um, the storyline, though, that I liked is um, Sammy and Daniel having a uh, back and forth, uh, and Daniel putting fucking Drew Gulak in a match with Shinsuke, while Gulak's looking at this motherfucker like, bitch. I don't want to fight Shinsuke. I want to fight for the IC title, motherfucker. So if we can get a triple threat of Shinsuke, Gulak, and Daniel Bryan, I would love it. I would love it. I would, I would love it. Gulak and Daniel Bryan. That would be ill, honestly. I would, I would love to see that. Because Drew Gulak has to, because Gulak has to win next week for Daniel Bryan to get an IC title match. And if I'm Gulak, bitch, we ain't friends. He's his trainer. <laughs> Bitch, I ain't your trainer, nigga. <laughs> I know. I didn't like that. I didn't Same tropes and same storyline that they did with Kofi last year. Kofi had to win all those gauntlets to get into a match. Now, if it's now that what makes it for me is that the storyline elements of it's like, yeah, you made the joke like that's his trainer. But if you're following a storyline, Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan aren't necessarily friends. They're fucking competitors that have a commonality with each other. Now, the thing is, is that Daniel Bryan offering Drew Gulak is not the same as Drew Gulak stepping up for Daniel Bryan. So that's where I see the controversy coming in or the animosity coming in. And I would love to see Drew and Daniel go one more time as a number one contendership for the IC title. And then, you know, we'll have whatever match comes out of that. Well, whoever faces Sami Zayn is going bang. That would be dope, but that's not what they did. They did hit. They did Shinsuke versus Drew Gulak, so Daniel Bryan can get a victory against. Uh, so so they so so Daniel Bryan can go to say they Sammy. That's terrible. That's what because I mean. I don't think just, that's going to be the end result, though. I don't think I don't. I hope, okay, well, I hope Drew Gulak gets a match with Daniel Bryan. I want to see that again. And I'm all, we're all even if it's Sammy in a triple threat with them. I know maybe not a big fan of Sammy Zayn. But we haven't seen him get busy in a minute. If he has a triple threat with Drew Gulak and Dan Bryan, will you be into that? I just said that. Yeah. No, 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 no. I thought it, I know. I said it, I said I would want to see a triple threat of Gulak, Bryan, and Sammy for WrestleMania. I, I, said, I booked it to where I don't where I think Gulak is going to take the L to Shinsuke. And Daniel Bryan's going to be upset or be like, yeah, you cost me my chance for the IC title. Or Sammy's going to interrupt that. And then it's going to cause bad blood between Drew and, and Daniel. And what it's going to do is going to end up putting Sammy in the pickle where he got to be in a triple threat. All right. That'd be dope. I wouldn't mind that. Um, also, also, I like the six-pack challenge. I love how Paige... I love how Paige introduced the six-pack challenge. I love the facial of Sasha Banks at the end. If you really paid attention and watched this, Sasha was like, my plan worked, bitch. I'm about to get at that ass, man. I'm about to get that title. Who the fuck is Bailey talking about? She's the most dominant champion. Is she fucking kidding me? Sasha's about to... I hated that shit, though. I hated it. What do you mean? I hated that whole angle. It was so bad, like, and, and, and I, I hate to criticize it because they're, you know, Patriots do Skype and all that stuff. So and how are you having, how are you saying it's bad if that's the case? Like, that, you already know it's a caveat there. So if it's a caveat, you can't judge it harshly. I can judge it harshly, man. That's what I'm how? Do. You tell me every day I can't tell, you tell me every time I got to give AEW a fucking chance, but WWE on a whim is trying to get Paige on a fucking Skype on live TV, and you're going to charge it harshly? What the fuck are you talking about? Nah, I'm judging it harshly. It was trash. I, I <laughs> this angle for me, man. It, it, I mean, it was it was not. It was just the way it was performed, man. It was just super dramatic. 
I guess they rehearsed it. Go back and watch it. Bailey sounds crazy. I think Paige didn't respond to what she was saying quite the same way, so you know it was kind of rehearsed. It was really crazy, but it was it didn't come off well to me. And I can't give her props when I did it. It got the point across to where I'm going to have Sasha and Bailey at WrestleMania by themselves for the title. That's all I give a fuck about. Bro, it's an elimination, nigga. At the end, are you telling me they're not going to set this up to where we have Sasha and Bailey at the end? No, I don't trust them, man. They're going to fuck this shit up. It's six tag challenge, and you know they be fucking shit up all the time. There's still a chance they're going to fuck this up, too. So what they gonna yeah, fucking have, Tamina, nigga? Get the fuck out of here. Yo, maybe not Tamina, maybe it might be Lacey. They, they fuck shit up all the time, you know. So until I see Sasha and Bailey in the ring, one-on-one, I have skepticism. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. <laughs> Wow. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna do a CT move, yo. I'm gonna give a props to the women because they working really hard. Paige couldn't be there. She had surgery. She had to have surgery two weeks ago. She couldn't be there last week because of fucking travel. They they made it work for the Skype thing. This was something that they were trying to get off the ground. They finally did. Yes, it had a few hitches. Yes, Bailey's still not all the way comfortable on the mic. But did it get women on the card? Did it highlight the fact that we're going to have Bailey and Sasha and there's some dissension because it's only one top dog, nigga, and it's only one top champion, and those two bitches are claiming to be the best. How can both be the best without them proving it to each other? So, at the end of the day, I am happy with the end result. I hear you. I hear you. I, I am not. I am. We can agree to disagree. Uh, Sasha and Bailey should have been. Uh, it, should, I should, it could have been a blood feud till now. It could have been something. And I'm not. And even if we do get Sasha Bailey at this point. I'm not as excited that it would have been if it was... Nigga, this is coming from the same person who loves when Charlotte fucking talks every time. So I don't want to hear about shit about excitement, nigga. Every time you get to kiss Charlotte ass, everything she does is great. But now all of a sudden, somebody else is doing something that's merely as mediocre as Charlotte and you don't like it? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, okay. Tell me again. Tell me again, she ain't fucking. Why she gotta have all those goddamn surgeries to improve herself, nigga? Mediocre, nigga. I don't care she's a great performer. She ain't better than the two that was in the ring, and she ain't better than the one that's on Skype, nigga. Charlotte, Charlotte's not a better competitor than Paige, and Charlotte ain't better than fucking Sasha and Bailey made Charlotte, nigga. Nah, I fucking said it. Bailey made Charlotte, nigga, NXT. Bailey made Charlotte the diabolical person that we fucking hated because we wanted to hate her, nigga, and we did. Oh, my God. All right, all right, all right. They, and, and Charlotte didn't make Bailey at all? Okay. No, no. Sasha made Bailey. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Charlotte falls down in this pecking order, nigga. <laughs> all right. Speaking of Charlotte, on NXT, Rhea Ripley had... Oh, hold on, quick, hold on, hold on, quick question, quick, 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 quick before we get off of SmackDown. I cannot talk about the... I can't leave SmackDown without talking about the second best produced thing on fucking TV, Miz and Morrison. My God. That was fucking hilarious, nigga. Bruh, I popped my nigga when the motherfucker was like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> and then when he was like, why? Then he was like, why are we saying this intro? And he was like, yeah, they're stupid. We just got so stuck at saying it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? They're so funny, man. Bruh, and then when he was like, we're bacon. We're bacon. <laughs> Why can't nobody see that we're bacon? We're bacon. Yeah, that was the price. This, uh, that was probably worth the price of admission. If you could get admission. Bruh, if uh, I could have got... Bruh, that I was funny. Before, but they really were creative and came up with a great segment that will live in the infamy of, of the idols of time. Because no one has ever done this before. But yeah, uh, the Miz and Morrison segment, uh, they, 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 they knocked it out the park this week. Um, yeah, so like you were saying about NXT, go ahead and take it away with that, boss. Nah, I'll just uh, get into uh, the Queen, Charlotte. Yeah, oh, my uh, God. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, Rhea Ripley had a segment, actually. Uh, to end the show uh, for NXT, 
Well, pretty much NXT as a whole this this, this week was with packages, and uh, it was kind of like a documentary of just telling the storylines going into their biggest matches. Uh, one was about John Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. One was on Sam Dollar, and one was on Rhea Ripley and um, Journey to Face Charlotte at Royal Rumble. Um, I thought that was honestly a great way to go for NXT. And it was different. You know, it was different than AEW, different than Raw and SmackDown. You said that AEW had the best show. I want to give a tip to, a- to NXT because for me, that's exactly what I wanted is something to be told to make me interested in these matches. And Tomasa um, Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, they kind of told the whole story. Now, it, it wasn't for everybody. I'll tell you that. This is this show that they would NXT would not be for everybody who's a wrestling fan. Some people just want to see the action uh, in the ring. Some people want to see uh, you know promos, and this was not that. This was a kind of like documentary, sit down interviews, the entire show. For what they gave us, I liked the way it was produced. I liked the way it was shot. They the editing was flawless. Honestly, I know it took time for people to do all that, but when you don't have people, when, you, when we're doing this quarantine thing. They just got a couple of people to tell tell you tell you why they're having these matches at Takeover, and I appreciated that. Uh, um, I thought the best one was Tommaso and Johnny. Uh, ben had one where he was telling uh, why he his past will be his future. Uh, I thought that was very well produced with all the you know demon stuff that he does, and I hope to see him as a demon against Walter. And then we had Charlotte. Uh, I mean, I mean, uh, Rhea Ripley. Talk about how she was compared to Charlotte when she started and so her evolution to become who she was as Rhea Ripley. And it made me more intrigued to see, all right, this storyline to Rhea Ripley uh, kind of, you know, taking on this woman she was compared to, who she kind of got away from her image to stand out her as her own, which I thought was dope. So I appreciated what they did with NXT this week. Um, and it made me a little bit more interested in those matches. I'm going give to give, it, give that to, you, to, the, to NXT. And uh, as a wrestling fan, I appreciate it. Well, with that being said, I don't know how um, excited I am for those matches, but I do know that I'll, I'll, I'll watch them. Yeah, yeah, and that's how I feel, too. I mean, I'm more excited about Blood and Guts than anything, but when it comes to NXT, and this is the first time I've ever said, said this, but uh, this might be the way the times are right now, but this takeover, I wasn't as excited for I was more excited for New York, I'll put it that way. I was more excited for New York for the, than for the takeover, but with the circumstances and with what they had, I don't blame them for what's going to happen. I know they're going to kill it if they if it still occurs that weekend. I'm not sure when it will happen. They might postpone that, but I'm curious to see what happens. All in all, and I want to see what happens next week if they do a show. Is it going to be a storyline of you know Keith Lee? Are we going to talk about? Uh, the tag division uh, with the Brotherweights? I would love to see what they do with them and. Um, and push if if, we, if they can get make it to the PC or to you know record these uh, segments because I like to see more I like to see more documentaries style t- telling if they don't need to have matches. Well, uh, we'll see. We'll you know, like I said, I um NXT is is under is underwhelming, underperformed for me. Um, it's under uh, underwhelming as far as the card. Um, I'm not super excited about it. So, uh, wh- whatever wh- whatever comes about it, I'll watch it. Like I said, because it's NXT. Um, but I- I'm not particularly, um, you know, gung ho or excited about anything. So we'll see. We'll see how we'll see how everything plays out. There, you know, um, um, they're gonna they're gonna go ahead and um, NXT is canceled, so we don't have no takeover. Or is that going to be implemented on Saturday? Um, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, I so, so that's... I'm so, I'm so lost. I know Gronk is going to be the host, and I don't give a fuck about that, but I, I was looking forward to NXT more than anything. So I hope it's not canceled, but if there's no crowd, is it really NXT? Yeah, I don't know. So it's like, I just don't know what to think. <sighs> What's the name of this episode, man? What, what, what is it going to be called, man? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pandemic. I don't know, man. Shit. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, this shit is crazy. That's what this is. 
Wow, this is crazy. What a shout out to Wale. <laughs> Wow, that's crazy, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Wow, that's crazy, yeah. I bet. That, that, <laughs> oh, man. Um, man. Uh, um, man. We should, we should do coronavirus and spell it how Cardi B sounds it out. Coronavirus! That'll be the name of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I took a blog at that time you killed me, man. <laughs> Coronavirus! <laughs> Coronavirus! <laughs> Yo, Cardi B, man. That shit is hilarious. Shout out to Cardi B, bro. Oh, man. Uh, anything else to talk about for the week, bro? Nah, nah. You guys, thank you for listening. And this time, you guys stay safe. Love y'all for listening. Um, peace out. Peace out, man. Y'all stay safe. Stay high. This year has us all wanting to be healthier, and that includes our eye health. But how do you get vision coverage if you're retiring? It's actually pretty easy. VSP, the vision coverage many people get through work, offers individual vision plans. Enroll anytime, on any device, and start using your benefits the same day. You don't need to be an employee to get employee-level vision coverage. Visit VSPDirect.com today. That's VSPDirect.com. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.